Hello there, it's Peter from Nourishing Soulfully and you're listening to the Nourishing Soulfully podcast. Now I am currently on maternity leave and whilst I'm on maternity leave I have scheduled up fortnightly podcast episodes taken from the archives of my two other podcasts nourish heal your relationship with food and eat move live intuitively i hope that you find this episode really valuable even if you've listened to it before i really recommend having a listen again just because it can often bring up other stuff and we'll notice different things much like if we read a book again that we maybe hadn't noticed before as always if you could rate and review this podcast it would mean ever so much to me but what would mean even more to me is if you could share this episode if you found it valuable with others because this will help the podcast be found by many many more people remember you can also find so much content on the nourishing soulfully website and the blog at nourishingsoulfully.com and if you're fancying a little bit of self-development a little bit of self-care time and focusing on creating that self-kindness and self-compassion and getting to really know yourself, Elevate, the course in self-kindness is available as a self-paced course even whilst I'm on maternity leave. Head to nourishingselfly.com to find out more and let's delve into this week's episode. Sometimes the most difficult part of eating is deciding what to eat. It's all too easy to fall into food ruts, too overwhelmed by recipes, spotted here or was it over there? But you're not quite sure where that was. Meal ideas saved there. Wait, where did I save it again? I'm sure I saw a blogger. I loved Instagram, a really yummy breakfast idea, but I can't remember the blogger. And I can't remember what the breakfast idea was. If this feels rather familiar, it's time to get intentional with food. Hi, I'm Peter. I'm a certified intuitive eating facilitator, eating psychology coach, trauma-informed practitioner and self-care coach. And this is Nourish, Heal Your Relationship with Food, a podcast of bite-sized episodes to support you in creating a more peaceful relationship with food. When it comes to intuitive eating, it's important that we try out new meal and snack ideas to keep things exciting and fresh. In doing so, we often make the experience of eating more enjoyable because we notice flavours we may never have teamed together and we've got an enthusiasm for food and cooking, which can often, if you find that you're not too enthusiastic about food at the moment or you're not too enthusiastic about cooking at the moment, this can return when we try new recipes. So today we're going to cover a handful of my favourite sources for food inspiration. Give them a go, try out ideas of your own, let go of the ones that don't serve you, and keep the ones that do. You don't need to get food inspiration from all of the sources, pick and choose the ones that work for you. The most important thing is that you feel excited and inspired by the meals and snacks you discover. So I tend to check my food inspiration sources at the weekend because that's when we do our weekly shop. Um, I previously, a couple of years ago, used to batch cook a lot. So I would batch cook ready for the week ahead because both of us had full-time jobs. Both of us were working two jobs. We had a lot going on in our lives and we had very little time to fit in cooking during the week. Now things have changed a little bit 
I work full time with Nourishing Soulfully, so this means that I've got a little bit more time at home where I can pop something cooking or pop something in the slow cooker. Um, and so that practical side of cooking has changed. But this still worked for me when I was looking for inspiration at the weekend. I was getting my weekly shop, I was batch cooking. Some of it went in the freezer, some of it went in the fridge. I eat mindfully, asking myself what I like eating, and much of the time it's what I intentionally put together on a Sunday for the week ahead. Sometimes it's not, I listen to my body and go with it, but nine times out of 10, I'm pretty good at predicting what I'm gonna fancy during the week. Usually is quite seasonal as well, so I'll often fancy kind of stews and soups during winter and lighter meals during summer. Don't be afraid to experiment with food ideas either. So if a recipe tells you to add 100 grams of minced meat but you're not a fan, why not try 100 grams of shredded mushrooms instead? The recipe requires maple syrup but you don't have it, try it with honey. You never know, you might like it even more. Sometimes the experiments won't work and sometimes it'll be the best thing you've ever eaten. Go with it, enjoy the process and have fun. You'll learn way more about cooking than any book cookbook could ever teach you just by experimenting. So Pinterest is one of my favorite sources for food inspiration. Um, I pin recipes I like the look of to specific boards. I love the fact that if you click on an image on Pinterest and scroll down, it will show you similar images that you may like. With recipe pins, it will show you similar recipes. So you can kind of very quickly get lots of ideas. You can also always make boards private so that only you can see them if you wish to. Instagram is another great place for inspiration. So take a, a look at hashtags like hashtag on my kitchen table or hashtag food inspiration. Search for specific foods you like, such as pasta lover or by season, hashtag autumn foods. And you can even search for inspiration using hashtags like hashtag gluten free or hashtag free from if you have food allergies. On Instagram, you can add images to collections using the little bookmark tool. When you have six images saved into the collection, you can tap see more like this and Instagram will show you similar in, in images. So that means you're gonna get more food inspiration. Food magazines. So maybe a little bit old fashioned now. I don't know, I love a food magazine. I like looking at past issues of food magazines that I've got, which are years and years old. Um, I often take clippings and pop them into folders. Lifestyle magazines are often quite good for um, featuring great recipes too. Food blogs are another great place. So there are so many food blogs out there. So if you're going to go down this route, just pick a handful and stick to a few for now. You can pin recipes again onto Pinterest from those blogs or alternatively print them out or bookmark them on your browser. Talk to others about food. One of my favorite questions to ask people is what did you have for dinner last night? Or what are you gonna have for dinner tonight? Most people enjoy talking about food and I love getting dinner ideas from others. I will often ask how they made the meal and it's a great topic of conversation. TikTok, I have found, is a brilliant place for food inspiration and really simple, easy recipes that are fun to try out. Um, I, I'm quite a big fan of TikTok because it's quite good at noticing what you enjoy, what you don't enjoy and showing you more of the kind of stuff that you're interested in. And then of course, recipe books. I love picking up recipe books from charity shops when they're secondhand um, and I can kind of leaf through them, 
we pick a few recipes out of a recipe book every week without fail. Um, and it's quite nice because it's there on the side, it's ready to go. Um, I often go for the kind of 20 minute recipe. So unless it's like a day where I've got plenty of time, I go for the quick and easy recipes. But making sure that I'm bringing in new and exciting ingredients and varieties of ingredients. So my food shop doesn't look the same every week. There's all different um, ingredients each week, which means that I'm creating that variety within my diet. So the big question is, A, what did you have for dinner last night? And B, how are you going to embrace more food inspiration into your life and, and a wider variety of meals and snacks in your life? Let me know by popping a message over to me either on Instagram, you can find me under Nourishing Soulfully, or email me, peter at nourishingsoulfully.com. If you're listening to this in real time, um, I have launched workshops up until the beginning of the new year, and they are between an hour and a half to two hours long on all things self-care, intuitive eating, healing your relationship with food, managing life, etc. So for more information on those and to book your ticket, go to nourishingsoulfully.com. Remember, be gentle, be kind. You're doing the best you can, always. Sending lots of love your way.